just be confident, be bold,、mm-hmm. and be more open-minded, and、mm-hmm. then be smart、uh, in terms of how to build your network, how to build bridge, and how to make friends with people from all different、uh, cultures. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Fresh Start Podcast, a show where we share success principles, explore the stories, experiences, and journey of real people, in order to provide newcomers with strategies to succeed. My name is David Ojenka. On today's episode, I'll be talking to Sharon Wu, who is a manager, media representation at Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. On today's episode, Sharon shared how she landed a job in journalism. Despite the challenges she faced in the early days, she also spoke about the role of allyship for career success and much more. Please help me in welcoming Sharon Wu. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today, Sharon.、Uh, you're welcome, and、uh, nice talking to you, David. It's been A journey, I would say. It's been a very, very interesting was, journey. Yeah, yeah. So, Sharon, there's a story behind every decision to migrate. What was yours?、Um, the reason that I want to come to this country is quite interesting because I'm、uh, a very curious person by nature. So, from、mm-hmm. very young age, I am just so curious about. Uh, uh, Outside of my world, how people are living, and especially with a different language, different culture, different history, I always want to listen to people's stories, and I'm fascinated to communicate with people at all different levels. So, and I just like talking, <laughs> basically.、Uh, so I remember my father used to say, "Oh, there is two jobs probably fit you." Uh, better than anything else. One is to be a lawyer because you love to,、um, you know,、uh, arguing with people and then pre- present evidence and make your point. And the other may be a journalist that you can actually talk to people on a daily basis and become your job.、Uh, so I'm thinking about that. And then I grew up,、uh, um, you know, in the in the media environment because both my parents are working in the media. Uh, specifically, television. So I just kind of uh, uh, connected with that industry. And then、uh, university, I start. I went to J school, and I graduated, and just then, you know, naturally became a journalist in、uh, a provincial television station for a few years. And then I realized, you know, what every day my life is、um, is almost the same. Mm-hmm. So I, I hate that. At that time, I was in my late twenties, and I feel like you know what? I just want to do something different. I want to、mm-hmm. see the world. I want to meet different people.、Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I thought about was,、uh, you know what? Let, let me just、uh, recharge myself going to university first.、Mm-hmm. So I applied in university、uh, in the UK,、mm-hmm. and I got accepted, and I went on to study my master degree.、Mm-hmm. Um, At the same time, I also applied for immigration in Canada、um, because I just、uh, love from the documentaries, from TV shows. I somehow I have very, very pre-conceived、um, notion of what Canada could be. 
uh, to me, to new to Asians. Like I love maple trees, for example. Uh, I love seeing tower. <laughs> I love the beautiful nature, and I love how uh, multicultural this country is, um, with all the different immigrants flooding into the country uh, over the decades. I just, I just love the 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 notion that this country is actually consists of all different nations, different people from different backgrounds. Mm. So after I graduated one and a half years later mm -hmm. uh, in 2005, and I, at the same time, I got my landing paper from Immigration Canada saying, hey, uh, you can come now. <laughs> so three months later, after my graduation, I came to Canada. In 2005, March 23rd, I remember when I landed, uh, it was the, uh, the springtime. Mm -hmm. I was fully anticipating, oh, there's going to be snow piling up on the street and everywhere. I was embracing it. And however, however I did not see a, a thread of snow at that time. I'm quite a little disappointed. And then that was the unusual warm spring. Uh, that I was experiencing very lucky. And then I feel like, you know what, if this is Canada, the weather is like that, I can totally take it. But however, a long story short, a few years fast forward that I was struck by snowstorm in April, I feel like, oh my goodness, I missed that March. Anyway, so that's the thing. Like I, I love to be in a different environment. I love to mm. meet pe new people. I love to learn different stories from, uh, you know, from different people. So I guess the curious curiosity is the one that brought me here. Fantastic. That's that's a very interest, interesting story. And thank you so much for picking us through your journey from early childhood to this point. Now let's let's talk about the early days of coming to Canada. I'm sure that. You know, you had expectations, you had hopes, you had aspirations, you had dreams. So tell us, how, how was expectation versus your reality? Um, the advantage of me being a newcomer in Canada was I had experience, two years experience in the UK. Mm -hmm. I would say in terms of a cultural shock, in terms mm -hmm. of landing in a completely different environment, a country, I had a little experience already before I came to Canada. Mm -hmm. So my biggest shock, culture shock was uh, happening in UK. So I think at that time I improved, I used that two years time to improve my language, to, mm -hmm. uh, to learn more culture other than the Chinese culture, Oriental culture. Mm -hmm. So I'm more prepared than some of the immigrants who just straightly came to this country from their original country. However, I did find that there were a lot of difference between Canada and uh, and the UK and the mm -hmm. Europe in general, which is on the good side, which is this country is much more acceptable than the Europe. Mm -hmm. um, and then there was so much more diverse, especially in, in Toronto, so much more diverse than you know, London or Manchester mm -hmm. or the this little town that I studied at, which is Call it Union, um, a Lancaster mm -hmm. uh, town. So, I so I, I didn't feel lonely or being sidelined or being isolated when I first came here. Instead, I was very exciting, excited to discover how diverse, how uh, tolerant this this country is. Uh, of course, and then you have to learn the 
the language as well. This mm -hmm. lens, you know, mm -hmm. North American Canadian English is very different from British English. People, the way people talk, the, mm -hmm. the words, the slangs, the terms they're using is quite different. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the everyday things like what does it mean by double double? When you go to Team Portland, I had no idea at the beginning. <laughs> you had to learn from the scratch, right? Mm -hmm. So this is small things, small mundane things in your life. You just have to constantly pick up, pick up, pick up every day. Mm -hmm. And then um, uh, it comes to surviving. You just mm -hmm. have to make a living. So, of course, the first month after I landed, my first goal is to find a job. It doesn't matter what type of job, part-time job, service job, you know, in the mall, in the, in the, in the grocery store, as mm -hmm. long as I can, I can make money. I can make Canadian dollars. <laughs> and mm -hmm. then I will feel, you know, I'm successful that I, I can, you know, set my food in, the, in the, this country. So I didn't expect to find a media job immediately. Although mm -hmm. I was looking for, you know, all different type of jobs. I went to, I remember I took the bus from North York to Mississauga Square One because there was an agency, job agency there. So mm -hmm. I handed out over my resume and I, I talked to the agency there uh, looking for a job. And then I was told, you know, what well, media job, normally we, we don't, uh, recruit for them they mm -hmm. posted their own job on their own website so maybe you can check it out mm -hmm. so that's the information i got okay that's interesting so i don't have to you know uh connect with agencies for for media job so i just look into a lot of different companies that do some research about what's the major media corporations in this country mm -hmm. and i know you know get to know all of them and then i submitted my resume and then same time I know my shortcoming I'm a new immigrant everyone every single at that time every single job description mentioned a specific term about Canadian experience mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I did not have a Canadian experience how mm -hmm. I'm going to gain it if I don't start right away mm -hmm. then I will never have a Canadian experience mm -hmm. so I'm thinking start from what I'm familiar with which is you know Chinese media here mm -hmm. and that's how brought me uh, to you know, my first job as a part-time host and a translator mm -hmm. uh, for a radio station. Mm -hmm. And then uh, at the radio station, my mentor, who was impressed by my resume and my professional experience, said, mm -hmm. hey, I think you should pursue more. For example, Rogers Omni TV, I have a friend there working there as an editor. If you know how to edit in your own uh, stories, then maybe uh, that's that's you can you can you can test it out. Mm -hmm. So it just after one bridge and another, after you jump yourself in the workforce course and then mm -hmm. you find the connections mm -hmm. and then you build the bridge for yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, and then somebody introduces you to, you know, you just start your network, your own network, mm -hmm. and then let it grow from small to big. And then uh, yes, I, I went there and then I, you know, learn a lot trying to pass the test. Uh, yeah, and then uh, I got a, a backfilling job, basically a summer backfilling job in Rogers Army TV as a news editor. Mm -hmm. uh, the backfilling job basically is on call, right? So summertime, um, everyone is on vacation and then they have a short shortage of workers. Mm -hmm. And then they will call me and say, hey, this is the schedule. You have uh, three days this week and then you have two days in July and you have five days, you know, two weeks in August. Can you do that? I said, definitely. I would take whatever I, you gave me. 
definitely mm. I can feel more. Just by the way, if anybody calling in sick, there's an emergency, I'm all willing to, you know, show up at the last minute notice. Mm -hmm. So uh, I just showed that I'm eager to work, eager to help, eager to, you know, fill in anytime. And I think that helps as a new immigrant people because the employer, your supervisor will think, oh, you're a hard worker, you really want this job, you, you're passionate about mm -hmm. uh, what you do. And that helps a lot. So uh, I think uh, I think it's just that like a snowball start from very small mm -hmm. and don't let it go too big at the beginning. Mm -hmm. It's just giving yourself some sort of uh, um, short term goals, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, you make a step plan, you make a bigger plan and then make step plan mm -hmm. and then the different terms. Then you gradually reach your goal and then, then taking you to the next level and the next level. I think that's a uh, that's my strategy, and it has been successful. Has been very helpful. Fantastic! You, you said some very you said some very interesting things. You you spoke about the fact that you you didn't expect to find a media job immediately. You 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 arrived to Canada. Is there a reason why? And um, yes, because I know how competitive this uh, industry is. Mm -hmm. worldwide mm -hmm. in my back in my own country when i was in uk i applied for a bbc job as well <laughs> believe it or not and i and one thing that i knew that i'm not going to get it the other thing is what if what if i get it what if mm -hmm. i have an interview chance right yeah. so it's the same thing that i'm doing every single day that i'm thinking not you you should not stop yourself before you know, because of the fear, because of the uncertainty, because you don't think you will get it. Mm -hmm. So I just feel it's um, it's a highly competitive job uh, field, and then and also a lot of demand, and mm -hmm. then not that many jobs available there. So mm -hmm. and also my you know I I myself lack of uh, uh, Canadian experience and language culture um, issues. So I know the what what's ahead of me what. I have to overcome in mm -hmm. order to be, and you know, one of the uh, the members in the mainstream media. So I I wasn't expecting to achieve my goal just one step, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I I did I did believe that um, every single thing I do will accumulate to uh, what I want to do in the end. Mm -hmm. So uh, so that's why you know Chinese media is something that I'm very familiar with and with the experience so i want to jump in there and also when i first started in the radio station my first job offer was actually a translator which mm -hmm. means from translating from english news major english newspaper global the mail the star everything national post you name it into chinese mm -hmm. so we can our host the reporter can read it mm -hmm. and that is in, in itself it's it's terrific opportunity for newcomers not mm -hmm. only for you know uh, going over your your language skill also because it's a newspaper you learn a lot from all different aspects of this country politics mm -hmm. you know how many par major political parties mm -hmm. they are and who mm -hmm. are the party leaders and what is the major issue social mm -hmm. issue economic issue you know mm -hmm. culture issue in the mm -hmm. country mm -hmm. and all the terms right so i think every single time that i couldn't translate a english into a proper chinese mm -hmm. i just because i didn't 
I didn't know what what is there any term, even a term that you know equivalent to to the English term. So I just wondering. Uh, I just asked my mentor at that time, and he who was a very very experienced uh, uh, editor uh, from Hong Kong and has been working here in the media for like thirty years. So he he's a political junkie as well. So he helped me a lot and say, hey, there is a term on this, there is a jargon on this. This is how we, we standard Chinese language to describe this this mm -hmm. situation. Mm -hmm. So I just like it's just a learning process. Every single thing, big or small, you can learn and you can improve yourself. And you never know when one day it will give you an opportunity because of what you learned. You spoke something in the line of you went to um, an agency to give them your resume so that you know when opportunity comes up you would um they would they will reach out to you but they told you that unfortunately we don't hire for media houses and then you said somebody told you about an opportunity to work at um a chinese broadcasting station or tv station? yes so the story uh, let me just uh, make it clear um i wasn't very clear before so i was thinking about uh, you know media if i want to go to media then i maybe i'll start from the chinese media first right mm -hmm. so i applied a job uh as a radio station uh translator there an editor there mm -hmm. so i got there and then I got to know somebody who also works there saying, oh, your resume is pretty impressive. And I think I have a friend who worked for Rogers Omni TV as an editor. Maybe I think you should reach out to him. So I mm -hmm. help you to connect with him. Mm -hmm. So that's how I connected with somebody who works for Rogers Omni and then, you know, introduced me to their supervisor. Mm -hmm. And then they happened to say, oh, we need somebody who you know, backfilling. Normally, backfilling they don't post the position. Mm -hmm. You know, in the public, they were just find, trying to find their search for you know in their own database. Mm -hmm. So I was able to through a friend, I was able to add my name into their database, mm -hmm. and then uh, get uh, get tested and get interviewed, and then uh, got the got the uh, the opportunity to be a backfiller. Mm -hmm. So that's that's what I've been saying this. More steps, you know, takes you further and further or closer, closer to the goal that you want to reach. Yeah, thank you so much for that, and thank you for clarifying that. Um, so, Sharon, I'm, I'm, I'd like, I would like to know what, what are some of the major hurdles you faced in your career, and how did you overcome them? Because I don't think there's anything um, like a perfect life. Yeah, there's nothing perfect for sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not a lot of things are not easy. It yeah. happens. Uh, the major hurdles, I still think, is the language and it's the culture part and it's the history part, especially mm -hmm. for somebody like me working in media industry. That's that is the major component. Not only you have to be able to speak, write, understand good English here, you have to be able to understand the culture, and that is mm -hmm. the most difficult part for me because mm -hmm. a lot of things like pop culture for example when you're talking about a singer when you're talking about a famous politician mm -hmm. you didn't have this lived experience before in the country mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden you're talking about 20 years ago something happened in this country you have no knowledge of it mm -hmm. and then you but thanks god we're living in the internet era mm -hmm. so you can just easily google it and get all the information you need however mm -hmm. That is just a, that is the that's it. You can't come up with an instant thought when you don't know anything. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And that sometimes is frustrating and it's the major hurdle for me. It's like, you know that you can contribute idea into this discussion. Mm-hmm. However, you basically think you have to know is what they're talking about. All <laughs> 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 right. Yeah. Uh, I remember it was very funny years ago when I first started in a newsroom when we have a like big annual meeting talking about the lineup, talking about the story ideas, and one of the things was a was a was a business story they're talking about is the, oh somebody mentioned Victoria's Secret is coming to Canada, mm-hmm. and then everyone just started you know uh, excited about that and start brainstorming about talking about this. I was sitting there. And I was like looking at looking around and then trying to digest what they're saying. I still couldn't understand what does that mean. Victoria's Secret. What is this? Then, <laughs> <laughs> and then and then realize after the meeting, I realized I Google it. Okay, it's not some royal member. Okay, it's a business it's a chain. It's a brand. And coming to Canada, opening up the business, opening up the stores. Ah, oh, that's everything is immediately just like a switch. Okay, makes sense what they're discussed, and then I can talk about my story ideas, right? And I can pitch a story to them. So a lot of things is like this. It just if you didn't experience, you never know until you do research, and then you're always one step or two steps behind others until you catch up yourself and be prepared, equipped with it, and then you can uh, you can use your talent to contribute. And this is the part I think for lots of newcomers, immigrants. Um, it is the biggest challenge. Um, it's just, just you know you you grew up in completely different culture and environment and the business model and the, even the political environment. So uh, I think the catching up part is the major component to, to uh, our career and even our lives here. Wow! Thank you so much for that. Thank you for your transparency and authenticity <laughs> in talking about you know some of your own struggle. But let's talk about, um, you know, your failures. Uh, Can you tell us a story about a personal failure or mistake you made? Oh, there's so many of them. (laughs) Where should I start? (laughs) Start from the best one. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to start from the smallest one. How is that? Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think the smallest things really sometimes teach you a good lesson. I remember... In the early time when I first joined the newsroom, um, of course, like everyone else, especially like a new immigrant, we are eager, eager and anxious to prove ourselves, mm-hmm. right? To mm-hmm. validate ourselves mm-hmm. and by working harder, by willing to take on more challenges, more mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. So I remember this one time somebody came to me saying, hey, can you do this? Can you, uh, uh, you know, oversight, oversee mm-hmm. the editing for this news piece, news mm-hmm. story that's going to air tonight? I said, sure, definitely. I'm so up for it. And then I just, just said yes immediately. Mm-hmm. And then uh, half an hour later, somebody else came to me say, hey, can you help? We really, really need somebody tonight. Uh, for this news story, which is completely different news story. Can you help us? And I said, sure, I can. And then one hour, two hours later, I discovered somebody came to me, my boss came to me and said, I told, I heard that you said yes to this and you said yes to another story. How can you handle both? 
within this, you know, two to three hours? I'm like, uh-oh, that's a good question, but I will try my best. I think I can handle, I think I can do it. And then he said, no, 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 you cannot. That's impossible because that requires a different uh, um, editors, different people that you have to work with at the mm -hmm. same time. That's impossible. Mm -hmm. Our script is not uh, designed in that way. Mm -hmm. And I realized, yes, that's my fault. I should not say yes to everything. I, so that's the lesson that I will remember forever. It's, you, it's one thing that you want to contribute. You want to uh, put your talent in. You want to validate yourself. The, it's the other thing is, you know, you have sometimes you have to say no. Sometimes mm -hmm. you have to uh, assess the situation and mm -hmm. to find it out what's feasible, um, what is uh, even um, possible for you to to handle. Otherwise, your own failure will will end up in you know the whole team failure will mess up other people's work mm -hmm. too. So um i that's that's something that i learned you know before you say anything yes you need to uh have a much better assessment of this what a situation is and to see to 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 analyze if it's even possible for you to finish yeah i just no. want to add one more thing because of the culture difference as mm -hmm. well right so for us especially i come back from china i think the asian country in general we shared all similar values which is never say no never turn down the work because mm -hmm. that would show you either you're lazy or you're incompetent or you're just not care about the team work mm -hmm. so and because of all these things there's rules values in my head and i never want to say no to work mm -hmm. and then because i'm new i want to prove myself so on top of everything together that sometimes you feel like you're taking on more than that you need to or you can and then in the end it's actually falls on your shoulders right because because of you and then other people have to change their plan and then the plan couldn't work out mm -hmm. so i would think about you know find a way to uh to think to to see things more clearly to see to analyze uh the situation first before you say yes or no and sometimes you say no is not a the end of the world <laughs> mm -hmm. it's it, it people will thank you for that mm -hmm. they, they, they can get a different option they can make a plan alter the plan and then to execute the plan to reach the goal and without wasting any time and energy exactly yeah i was gonna say that, that at least you're not gonna waste uh, that time so now let's talk about immigrants in canada you know you alluded to it earlier that canada is such a diverse country but unfortunately, corporate Canada doesn't reflect it. People often say that immigrants are the bedrock of this nation. Sharon, what unique value do you think immigrants bring to Canada? And how do they help shape our culture? Oh, I think that's a lot. That's that's actually the reason that I came to here. And I think that's a sole reason for a lot of immigrants to come to uh, this country and choose not just the UN, but going to US or you know, UK or Europe, or you know Australia and New Zealand. I think there's a reason people come in here. It's because this country is much more culturally tolerant than a lot of countries, mm -hmm. and also it's more um, it's it's not only tolerant, it's welcoming. 
mm-hmm. and inviting because mm-hmm. multiculturalism is something in our, you know, uh, 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 in our uh, child's rights, right, and freedom. Mm-hmm. So it's something that we we cherish, we value, and mm-hmm. we try to promote. So from the on the street level, I still remember when I first came to uh, downtown Toronto. I see the different faces on the street, and then people they don't mind each other. They just mind their own business, and it doesn't matter what colors you are and what what you dress, what you you know uh, what language you speak. On the subway, everyone is just feel like very relaxed, and then that one that was my first impression. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, after you came to Canada, uh, you know, from from Europe. So uh, I think uh, we bring a lot. For example, we bring different cultures, and mm-hmm. different culture means different perspectives, and perspectives really matter in our life, in career as well. And you know, uh, that's how we can we can talk. Uh, we can uh, we can have a more uh, acceptance. We can have more tolerance. We can have more diverse culture mm-hmm. and the products as well. And that's how you know making our life more interesting. Um, and of course, the other thing is food, right? We have, I've never been to any city that we have, has such a big variety of uh, cuisines like mm-hmm. in Toronto. Uh, it's just all this aspect of things, elements make our life, you know, more meaningful, mm-hmm. more interesting, make our, you know, be- life better in general. Mm-hmm. How do you think the underemployment narrative can be changed for immigrants? That is a Big question. <laughs> I think there's different levels from individual levels, newcomers themselves, and uh, we need to be just be quickly catching up mm-hmm. with what's going on in the society and mm-hmm. find a way to be smart to find job market. How you know the shift, the latest development, and then trying to find a best way to 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 employ to be employed. Mm-hmm. I remember when I. I, I I mentioned it before, like I went to agency, then I would know, know that, oh, this is not something that they can help me with because mm-hmm. of the industry that I'm in. So, and then I individually looked for the different medias. And then I realized, oh, there is a search engine is actually owning focus on finding jobs in media. Mm-hmm. It's called mediasearch.ca. So I went on, I signed it up with that, and then every day got so many job alerts. And then mm-hmm. that's how I, I, I sifted it through and I find some posting that start applying for jobs, right? Mm-hmm. So just find a way in your industry that, uh, you know, can provide you with more job opportunities. That's from the individual level. But I think a lot of times from discriminations, from the policy, from the, um, the, the, the governmental level, and I think we need to voice ourselves in order to get attention from the politicians and the government and the agencies uh, to how to you know, shift more focus on us, how to provide more resources and help and support for the communities. Mm-hmm. I do think the communities are strong and then the Canada will be strong because the communities, it's it like a cell on the body. And then you know we have to be uh, work together and then find resources to share the resources together and then to find uh, to, to to progress together and then that's mm-hmm. that's the key so I, I still think um, you know I still believe the from bottom to up that type of push uh, of course the media like you are doing this podcast you know interview all different people from different background 
mm-hmm. sharing their experiences and their thoughts, I think mm-hmm. will greatly help other people in the community to how to move forward. And also, you know, the impact that people in the government that they can look into that the pub you provided to, you know, look into this community and understand more. And then when they make the policy and they will take this into consideration. I think everyone, what we do, and I think it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a great place, a great impact on, on our society. Now let's talk about your advice to immigrants in Canada and also some newcomers, international students, internationally trained professional, every immigrant. Imagine you have to do it all over again. What advice would you give to yourself as a young woman making her way through corporate Canada? I probably will would do the same thing that I have done. Mm-hmm. However, one thing I would say is just be bold. Mm-hmm. This is the country that um, in, recognize individual effort. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you will get a reward despite mm-hmm. what type of bumpy road you have gone through. Mm-hmm. So hard work will pay off. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I truly believe. So believing in yourself, have more confidence in yourself and find, um, work hard and work smart in terms of how to work smart. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, um, you learn from everyone around you. You'll be curious and you reach out to people. You build up your own network mm-hmm. and you are trying to find support mm-hmm. within your workplace or in the community and find somebody from maybe not from your community and you know and that type of allyship is very very important you know some people can speak for you can understand you and also give you different perspective you're not just i'm chinese i'm not only talking about the chinese because i know that everyone shares the same experience but if i talk to you if i talk to people who are you know were born here grew up here then i i will have a different understanding of their life they will mm-hmm. have a different understanding of my life mm-hmm. and this communication channel will be clear and then we'll have lots of lots of opportunities down the road so i would say uh you know believe yourself place mm-hmm. confidence in yourself in yourself and uh, find a mentor you know just trying to build a network Mm-hmm. and uh, find allyship for yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I, I like that word, allyship. That's, that's a very interesting one. With all your wisdom now, if you could say something to your former 20-year-old self, what would it be? I think I've been asked a, a lot <laughs> with this question. Um, but one thing, there was a lot of things that I would have done differently. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of things I would have done exactly the same what I did. Uh, which is I will, I would, you know, go to UK to study. I would have come to this country regardless. Mm-hmm. But the thing that I think about when I was younger, what did I look like? What, what, how did I behave? How did I think? Mm-hmm. I think that way is very different. I think I would have been more open-minded, mm-hmm. uh, would have seen things in the more perspective, uh, not just black and white. Mm-hmm. I would have been less judgmental. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I would understand more about 
why people talk that way, why people、mm-hmm. behave that way, why they say what they say,、mm-hmm. not just to jump into conclusion or judgment.、Uh, I think being open-minded and is more understanding is it's something that I、um, everyone is trying to should be trying should be making effort into in throughout the life because that's how. Uh, to uh, avoid mis- misunderstanding, uh,、mm-hmm. to make our life just generally better.、Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you for that,、um, and thank you for being very, very honest about about、um, about what you just shared. Thank you. You're welcome. That was a great conversation. I'm so glad that we shared some experiences. Let's talk about the final words. What what, what are your parting words for our listeners today? I just want to re-emphasize something I said earlier. Just be confident, be bold,、mm-hmm. and be more open-minded, and、mm-hmm. then be smart、uh, in terms of how to build your network, how to build a bridge, and how to make friends with the people from all different uh, cultures uh, at the different levels. And I think that's the only way to、um, improve yourself and to、uh, to to build your career、uh, as well. And to find allyship,、um, there is one thing that I I really want to emphasize is、mm-hmm. to find to be smart how to find support when you、mm-hmm. need it.、Mm-hmm. Don't be shy to ask for support.、Mm-hmm. There is always resources. There's support there, and very kind of people, very knowledgeable, professional people out there. You just、mm-hmm. need to connect with them. And there is a way if you are open-minded, if you are looking for them, they will help you. Uh, I I have been it has been proven in my entire life that as long as you ask for help, you will get it. A lot of times, just don't think things impossible, because everything is possible. Finally, as you look back on your life, what do you want to be remembered for? Oh, <laughs>、uh, you mean how I want people write a eulogy for me? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Um, I think that's a quite interesting question. I've I haven't thought about that, but you know what? I want when people making comment about me, I want to have they say the words about I'm a nice, I'm a positive person, I'm a confident,、mm-hmm. and I'm willing to help, and I'm just genuine、mm-hmm. person. I'm honest. So those are words I would love to you know people describe about me. <laughs> All right. So,、um, thank you so much, Sharon, for your contribution to the Fresh Start podcast. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you so much for the opportunity to share my experience and talk to you, David. Thank you. Have a good day. And you too. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Fresh Start. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with someone you know and love. Please go ahead and subscribe on any platform you listen to your podcast, and also please take a moment to leave us a review because that would help us to reach more audience. Please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at FreshStartOb. If you know any newcomer you think would be a good fit to interview for the podcast, we'd like to hear from you. Please go to www.thefreshstartup.com to nominate someone. We appreciate you and remember. No matter how hard the past is, you can always begin again. Take care and have a great week.